Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on July 6th, 2019, two days after the birth, the birthday of our nation. God bless America. That is why we are a day late. Today we have a pretty eventful week in baseball. Some good things, some bad things. We're going to talk about that some more. We also got the NBA free agency. We're a little late on it, but you know there's still some stuff going on. And you haven't heard us talk about it yet, and that's what everyone's waiting for. We also have the uh, outrage around Colin Kaepernick, you know, kind of kind of blocking Nike from releasing shoes, and a lot of people weren't happy about it. Me and Tyler are going to talk about it. Maybe a little embrace debate, but we usually agree, so probably not. And then finally, we got some movies to round out the show. You know, we got more controversy, Little Mermaid controversy. Stay tuned for that. And also, I have another movie review for you guys, and we have a new movie review system. That way, we can stay consistent and actually give good, good scores. Should be good. This is going to be a good one. Let's do it. I don't feel so good. Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! No better way to start out the episode than with America's pastime two days after America's birthday, as we do with every episode. God bless America and God bless baseball. How are you feeling about baseball right now, Ty? Um, Pretty rough week, if I must say so, especially to be an Angels fan. Uh, tragic news about Tyler Skaggs. Yep. And um, also Tommy LaStella, out eight to ten weeks. Oof, hate to see that. Do hate to see that. Um, Breakout year. 
Yeah, real bad stuff though with Skaggs. Um, no, they're releasing the autopsy or whatever after the season. So there's no confirmed, you know, cause of death or anything. Um, that was sad. Sad stuff. Passed away in his hotel room. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't like speculating, but I'm going to speculate anyways. Cause of death. I'm a little worried. It's going to be something dark. That's what I'm afraid of. A little bit of like drugs or something. I mean, he doesn't seem like the guy, but a lot of times they don't seem like the kind of guy to yeah. do that kind of stuff. Um, there's just it's weird because usually if you know he had a freak heart thing, they would have released it. Yeah, you know, if a brain aneurysm, they would have released it. Yep. Car accident, which you know it obviously isn't, but they they let that stuff out right away. Yep, it's weird they're waiting till the end of the season. Well, and it seems like there's like research that needs to be done, but so maybe it is something freak, but. I don't know. It could just be, you know, something, drugs, pain, pain pills or yeah, know, cocaine. I don't, I don't know. Can you die pretty easy on cocaine if you do too much of it? Yeah, for sure. You can overdose. Um, I'm not the cocaine expert. I think you are. <laughs> I've never done cocaine <laughs> in my life, but. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> but. Yeah, can, I, I don't know, man. Tough look. Real sad. They don't play at Angel Stadium for like another two weeks, too. Because they were wow. in Texas. Yeah. They had a four-game set against the Rangers, four-game set against the Astros. Well, then the All-Star break. Then the All-Star break. It was going to be real sad when they head back to Angel Stadium. I'm surprised they didn't wear the number 45 the game after it happened. Yeah. Um, I know they have patches and stuff, and there's been a lot of stuff online saying, well, when Listella was still healthy um, for them to wear 45 in the All-Star game. Yeah. But, Trout could still do it. Yeah, Trout could still do it for sure. And then I can't remember the pitcher's name. Um, Patrick Corbin. Yeah. He changed he wore 45. He, yeah, for 45 the next day. Because um, him and Skaggs came up together or something like that. Yeah, they're good friends, I think, or something. I don't know. They came up through the Diamond Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Together. Yeah, real sad stuff. And then two days later, um, Tommy Listella fouled a ball off his leg, fractured his leg. Eight to ten Eight weeks. Eight to ten weeks. Not a good week to be an Angels fan, Jason. You got Matt Thaisis statement up, though. Yeah, he's looking good. Rookie. He had one hit, but he was, he was looking real good. Doesn't strike out a lot. Walks a decent amount. Gets on base in the minor leagues. He could be something. I've seen one at bat, and it was like, I didn't even see the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even sure about this, but I'm telling you, bro. He reminds me of Corey Seager with that swing. Just a better Corey Seager. Isn't he right-handed? No, I think he was lefty. I don't know. I don't know what hand he hits. but yeah, he's lefty. Oh, yeah, he's lefty. Better Corey Seager. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> um, What about the Dodgers week, though? Pretty fucking wild walk-off. I have a question for you first before we talk about the Dodgers. Bringing it back to the Angels, what's up? I don't know what could happen. I don't I don't even want to propose this question. Never mind. I was going to say, what if Skaggs like, did something? You know what I mean? Like, like is there any situation where it, like, it wouldn't be sad? You know what I mean? I'm, I think but even, I don't if, think, it's, even yeah. if it's an overdose He'd or have something. to like, kill someone. To like yeah. not care, <laughs> like even if it is an overdose, I still think that there's gonna be plenty support and shit over it, you know. Yeah. Or like a suicide, you know. God forbid. Well, they um, said no foul play right away, so I think. Yeah, but you never know. Yeah, they haven't released anything, so you don't know. Um, I, I I just don't see it. I think he's a guy who's been in the organization for quite some time. Um, a lot of people, you know, he was a fan favorite for sure. Definitely from you. Yeah, definitely your from Cy me. Young prediction. Like in 2008. No, not that long ago. It was like 2013, <laughs> 2014. Um, 
Yeah, I don't think anything could kind of tarnish it and make it look bad, you know? No matter what it is, I feel like people are still going to have support and still... Yeah. Well, wasn't the... um, Jose Fernandez, wasn't he like coked up and he crashed a yacht and killed a few people too or something like that? It was a boat accident. I think he was in a speedboat. Or got not a yacht. (laughs) He was in a speedboat and he was doing drugs and crashed it. I mean, yeah, it's it's a bad look for sure, but this one, 100%, he didn't affect anybody else. Yeah. So I, I don't see what anything could happen to it, you know. Well, yeah, even some of the Angels people saying there was like no no warning signs, nothing like. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure if he had an addiction of some kind, he was either really, really good at hiding it or I feel like the players would know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, just just from like the postgame conference after uh, the first game back, you could see, you know, he was by far a fan favorite or um, yeah. a favorite amongst the team, I meant. Like, all the players seemed to fucking love him and shit. Had nothing but good things to say about him. Yeah. Uh, heading to Texas, he organized it and got everything set up to where they all dressed up as cowboys. Yeah. And, like, wore all that stuff. And that's, like, the last thing he posted. Like, the last picture of him. It's him in, like, this god-awful cowboy shirt. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so yeah, just, he just seemed like a good clubhouse kind of guy. I'm reading this article right now. It says, a report in the Santa Monica Observer that indicated... Tyler Skaggs may have overdosed on opio- opioids has been blasted by the team and Texas police. So it looks like Santa Monica Observer said that he may have overdosed on opioids and the Angels did not like that. Yeah. I, who he, knows? He did have, you know, his Tommy John surgery where he was out for damn near two whole seasons. Yeah. So there is a chance that, you know, painkillers or something and you're recovering like that, you can get yeah. addicted to something. But who knows, dude? Fucking. It's, gonna, it it, it's weird that you have to wait. You know, we're waiting till the end of the season to release it. Yeah. But I mean, you got to respect the family's privacy, though. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, And that was the other thing, too, is he was just recently married in like December. Yeah. It was a heartbreaking shit. His that birthday stuff. was soon, I think. Uh, Yeah, it would be this week. 13th, I want to say it was. See, but it's weird because even if it is like a drug thing, like Mac Miller's cause of death, they released that like right away. I'm pretty sure he overdosed on something. And I think it just comes down to the family. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is I don't think it's research. I think it's like, I don't think it's, oh, it's going to take until October. I think it's just, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to release it during the season. Maybe do they have to release it. Can they just never release it? I I really don't know. I don't know how that stuff works. I, I'm assuming they're going to eventually release it. Yeah. Do you have to release cause of death? Let's ask Google, Ty. I don't feel like reading all these articles. Never mind. <laughs> Ooh! after death you're aware that you've died says scientists in october 24 2017 stay woke yeah stay woke anyways Literally. yeah <laughs> the dodgers uh they had a good week yeah aside from the sad news yeah we have a nine game winning streak at home crazy fucking walk off five straight walks to walk it off chris taylor down oh two walk cody bellinger walk Walk, walk. Was it the next night? Cody Bellinger next night. Walk off home run. Day after that, yesterday, 4th of July, we won like 5-1. to one, Nothing really special. <laughs> I saw a video, too, where <laughs> the guy Cody hit the the walk off against, he like struck out Jock or something when you guys were in oh, Arizona yeah, yeah. and like patted his chest or something and like stared Jock yeah. down. And then Cody fucking Bellinger hit the, the walk off and did the exact him. same thing, stared him down. I love that. Did you see Jock's reaction when that happened? Yeah. He was he, just like, okay. He just looked at him like, all right, dog. All right. <laughs> at least he didn't get like mad. Like, you know what I mean? Cause like a brawl. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, well, I'll remember that. Which is kind of, you can kind of have that reaction when you're the much better team. 
I don't know. The Diamondbacks, it's kind of funny, too, because, like, Chris Taylor in an interview earlier in the year, they were talking about the Diamondbacks. He's like, yeah, we kind of have a rivalry with them. Like, totally downplayed the rivalry. It was so funny. <laughs> and she's like, that pissed off, like, every Diamondbacks fan. I completely didn't even fucking give them the credit of being a team worth having a rivalry yeah. with. because... Diamondbacks fans, they don't have much. I mean, they have the 2001 World Series, but how many of those fans were even fans back then, you know? Um, it was like the third season in existence or something like that. But, you know, that's kind of one of the things they do have is a rivalry with the Dodgers that the Dodgers kind of just downplay and don't care about. <laughs> that's funny shit. But, yeah, we are historically good at home. 37-9. and nine. Still have not wa- lost 10 games at home. Absolutely insane. Thirty-seven and nine. You guys are you saying you're on pace to be like the fourth team ever? Well, now we're on pace for the second best. Yesterday Jesus. it was the fourth, but the wind knocked us Bumped up. That's how up. close it, the top like four are. Yeah, for sure. Right now we have a eight point eight oh three, and the best ever is point eight oh four. So <laughs> we're looking good. Bro. I mean, there's a lot of games left to be played in fucking long hey, season. But. We're trending upward, so we might get better. I looked at it since May. We're twenty-five and five at home. So we went twelve and four the first however many games, which is but twenty five and five. That's pretty insane. Be a shame if you guys peaked a little too early, like the uh, twenty seventeen Dodgers. <sighs> Don't say that. We peaked, but then we went back down. But then we came back up and we walked through the playoffs and then lost in the World Series. But the Yankees scare me. Real shame, Jay. The Yankees scare me. No team in the NL scares me. Which any team can beat us. Don't get me wrong. It's baseball, but not a single team in the National League scares me. The Dodgers have everything, dude. We, we, I shouldn't say we, I'm not part of the team. They, they have everything you can need to win a World Series. Doesn't mean they're going to. I've said before, it takes luck to make it to the World Series three years in a row. Like, every oh, yeah. good team needs a little bit of luck. 100%. But we have everything, dude. That's all I'm saying. You're saying the Yankees scare you, but I just looked it up. They have the 10th best ERA. I mean, they have a crazy offense, but their pitching isn't that If we great. neutralize them, yeah. But they're 31 and 14 at home. They're secretly also having an insane... No, 100%. I'm not downplaying. The Yankees are fucking monsters, but it, it pains me to say this. You guys are the more well-rounded team. Hell yeah, I think brother. their offense is better than yours. Our I offense is I don't have numbers good. to back that up. It probably is better, but our offense is still like top five. Also, they've been injured a lot of the season, too, so I'm sure those numbers don't reflect their hey, actual talent. We don't got E.J. Pollock or Corsi right now. They're actually in Rancho tonight. Wow. Well, in Inland Empire. I was thinking about actually going tonight and going watching them, but I don't know. You want to just end the pod and you can go now? <laughs> I asked Casey to give me a sign ball from Corey Seager. Um, but, like, I don't know. The Astros scare me. They got pitching. They got offense. They beat us already. Um, twins, they're good, but I still, like, they still don't scare me. I'm just I like, still, oh. yeah, I don't understand. They could finish as they the got best power. record in all of baseball, and I still wouldn't understand how they were a good team. <laughs> but, like, us, like, we're not over-relying on the home run like we were last year. Like, I wrote an article today, and I don't look feel like looking all back at the stats, so I'll just look at my own article as as a citation. Ooh, that's an alpha move to <laughs> cite yourself. <laughs> um, well, because I already looked at everything. Um, um, we already talked about the home record. Um, better at manufacturing runs. They're hitting 269 with runners in scoring position, ninth best in the league, which you know, is not elite. Team is also six in RBIs with runner in scoring position. But they can still slug the ball as they rank fourth in home runs. They have the best on-base percentage in baseball. They have the highest walk rate, and they have the third lowest strikeout rate defensively. I think we were first in, like, Fangraph's defensive ratings or whatever. Um, and then, obviously, Seager and Pollock are coming back. And then pitching-wise, we have the second lowest ERA. 
all together and starting rotation wise trailing the rays we have kershaw ryu bueller which is like the best threesome you could have right now like that's oh for sure that's scary and if rich hill comes back healthy he had like a 2.2 era like he was doing really really good too but he torn flexor tendon or whatever i don't think any other team has three all-star pitchers the astros have verlander and cole but verlander cole mccullers i think is hurt he's out for the year yeah he's not gonna fuck bellinger up with that curveball um but other than that, I think by far the one, two, three is what you need in the playoffs, and you guys have three and if we dominant have Rich Hill, starting pitchers. If we have Rich Hill, that four guy is like most teams two guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? For like, sure. And then our bullpen is starting to find the groove. Over the last thirty days, their three point one four bullpen URA is third in the major leagues. And Joe Kelly is starting to find his groove, even though I still do not trust him. <laughs> he finished the season without allowing a run. You're not gonna want him to pitch game seven of the World Series. Oh hell no. <laughs> I don't know. We have all the pieces. doesn't mean we're going to win anything, but... Got to have some luck, and you guys have been historically unlucky. In the World Series. Yeah, in the playoffs. Well, yeah. We've been kind of lucky the last few years, like with the Brewers. I don't remember much luck, though. Um, Either way. You need some fucking luck. I do remember luck in 2017, and that's why I thought we were going to win it. You just didn't have enough. It was in the World Series. I think it was the World Series. It was like Game 2. We ended up losing that game. Something happened. I don't remember. I just remember it was like a play in the outfield, and it was going to be like a double or something. And Chris Taylor dove, and it like bounced off the brim of his hat and fell in front of him, <laughs> and they only got a single, and then like the run didn't end up scoring. Something dumb like that. And I was like, okay, when that kind of stuff happens for you, like it's your year, and we we still lost. But it was meant to be, and now it's just never going to happen. But, dude, our lineup is insane when it's healthy, if it's all healthy. It's all right. Just let me Let me read this to you. I take the Angels lineup over the Dodgers. Oh no 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 mm-hmm. no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's complete Homer bias, Tyler. Nope. Absolutely. Nope. Yes. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> we got Jock, power hitting, reinventing the leadoff spot, which I'm still not a huge fan. of. I love Jock, but he's gets really cold. You got Jock. Hidden second, I don't know, probably like Turner. Maybe they'll move Seager back up there. But I don't like having so many lefties in a row. I don't know. Jock, we'll just say Jock, Turner, Muncie, who has like over a 900 OPS. And then you got Bellinger, who's been best player in baseball? Probably not. I, actually, all around, I think he still leads in war because his defense. I think so. And then you got A.J. Pollock to be that right-handed bat to bat in between the two lefties. Maybe you bat A.J. Pollock leadoff. I don't know. Then you got, let's say we haven't mentioned Seager yet. You got Corey Seager batting six. Was hitting 330 over his last 30 days before getting injured. Then you can get red-hot Chris Taylor in there, who's been insane the last month. Rose's batting average from like 210 to 260. I don't know how. It's just like insane. And then we have our shitty catcher. Who cares? And then our pitching staff, man. We have it all. Doesn't mean we're going to win it, but we have it all. Yeah, a key part of the Angels' uh, offense is our DH. Is the only issue with the... Uh... We don't need that. See, we don't even you. You give us a DH. Suddenly, we can add Kike into the lineup because they'll probably DH Turner because he's not been great defensively. You add Kike in the lineup. You add David Freeze in the lineup, who's historically clutch. We know this. Absolutely, he's getting old, but he's absolutely clutch. I don't think clutch ages. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually been really, really good with us because they use him like only in like good Spots matchups. Where he's excel. So he's like really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Taylor's hitting, he's hitting 346 over the last month, 400 over the last two weeks. So, Chris Taylor still hasn't won me over, but 
He was doing really fucking bad a while ago. Not Well, not too long ago, actually. Well, yeah, the game we went to, the Dodger Angels game, he had... Dude, I need to look this up now. I'm pretty sure he had like eight runners left on base that Ooh. game. This is a hot take. What's a hot take? How the Home Run Derby became America's national pastime. Not baseball. <laughs> just the Home Run Derby. Yeah, David Freeze hitting 308 this year. Pretty good. That's not bad. I can't argue it. I got to look this up now. Why I just think I a healthy think Angels lineup is better than a healthy Dodgers lineup. And to prove that, Jason, just look at the Freeway Series. Oh, my gosh. Just look at it. Just take a peek at what your record is against us. I can't wait till you play us at Dodger Stadium and just get molly whopped. And you know what? Even then, it's just going to be even. I'm fine with that. Did you, like, reset your Wi-Fi or something? Because I'm not connected to it. I did not. Which one's your Wi-Fi? What number? There's so many Spectrum Wi-Fis here. Yeah, I know. Is it number six? Uh, F6, yeah. Found it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not connected. Oh, I know why. It's all right. I'll just look on my computer. The game we went to, I'm pretty sure Chris Taylor had literally like 10 runners left on base. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, well, he see. had, I think he, I don't know. I want to say he did something decent that game. Because my confidence was at an all-time high when he was at the plate. And I think he fucked me over one of those bats. I don't think so. Could be wrong. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Because I remember he was like very, very, very bad. Does this not show runners like left on base? That is so dumb. He went 0 for 5. Oh, yep. No, I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> Someone else I was thinking. Maybe Kike. I think Kike got a hit. Verdugo got a few hits. Verdugo should have had two RBIs. Should have, didn't. That game was one, probably the worst regular season loss I've ever experienced. But like I said, I only care about <laughs> October baseball. Oh, here we go. Left on base. Nine. He left nine runners on base. Kike left six. So between Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez, who batted back-to-back, they left 15. We left 28 runners? No, that's not right. Because you're combining. It's the same runner, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. You guys left 11. hate to see it. I hate to see it, too. You, we, you guys had a good first inning that was a little lucky, and then just... It's that Shohei power. That was like Justin MLB the Bohr. show for me, dude. That's how MLB the show is. I actually had one of those games today. I was pissed off. Livid. Hate to see it. It was the exact same game. We had 12 hits. We had twice as many hits as you. (laughs) Hate to see it. Clutch pitching. (laughs) Wins the ball game every time. I hate it. But what were you saying about the home run derby? Home run derby, Jason. Should be an exciting one. Yeah. Home run derby is always exciting. National pastime now, as um, said by Matt Snyder at CBS two hours ago. Real bold take. <laughs> um, yeah, Jock Peterson announced as the fourth. On, do they still do AL now? No, it's just seeded, I think. Either way, Jock Peterson was announced as one of the last two people, along with Alex Bregman, I think. Yeah, they're facing each other. Yeah. Christian Yelich, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Pete Alonso, Carlos Santana, Josh Bell, Ronald, Ronald Asuna. Yeah, there's five NL and three AL, so they don't. Yeah, so they don't do ALNL like they used to. Should be fun, though. I'm looking forward to it. Um, they do that perfect bracket challenge where you can win like $250,000 if you get a perfect bracket. And I remember last year, I tweeted about it a million times. I had to have. <laughs> last year, I was like perfect besides like one of the. It was. I, I got to look at it. I remember I was like. I think I didn't win the final. 
I think I ended up losing the final, but up until the final, I was perfect. In, in, I don't know. It was close, though, and I remember I was pissed off about it. Did you lose, like, a first round one, and then the guy got eliminated second round, so it Something didn't stupid, yeah. It was dumb. But, I don't know. We could do our little prediction, see if we disagree anywhere. But, yeah. I'm going to do the perfect bracket challenge again. I'm not going to win it, but... Dude, I have no service. That's right. My phone sucks. Is your laptop not hooked up? No, my, my laptop is, but my phone... I was looking at my old tweets to see oh. about my perfect bracket. but All right, Jason. One seed versus eight seed. Christian Yelich, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I think this has the fixin' to be a real early upset. Me too, but... Hmm. I mean, Christian Yelich is a fucking monster, and he's got the contact to make like consistent swings. But there's been some videos of Vlad Guerrero Jr. just fucking crushing some BP fastballs. I think he broke a window at the Rogers Center or something like that. Yeah. Man's got power. He does have power. He has the raw power. And that's what you need but for But Christian Yelich has the smooth swing where it's not going to take a ton out of him. You know what I mean? It's very true. But it's first round. I'd be worried about that if it was like second round matchup, Yelich and Guerrero. But I think just one round, real early upset. I feel that way too, but then I don't at the same time. I want to see Christian Yelich win because it's part of my take, but... <laughs> I also don't like Yelich. I'm going Guerrero Jr. first round. Big time upset. I hate to say it, but I think I agree with you. I like it, Jay. I don't. I like debating. (laughs) I mean... He's just got that power, dude. I just also feel like the Yelich is just going to like... Just like bop, bop, bop. Just like, you know what I mean? He very much could. Like, I feel like Vladdy Jr. is going to have like insane ones. That are just going to take so long to land that it's going to screw him over. But you get bonus time for hitting him farther. Yeah. But then he's going to get tired. I don't know, I don't think man. he's going to get tired first round. I feel like he's going to crush it the first minute, and then he's going to get cold. And I feel like Yelich just might. Oh, man. Now well, I'm, I'm going out on the limb saying Vlad Guerrero Jr. is moving on first round. You know, I'm agree with you. Alex Bregman, Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Literally is a no-brainer. Oh, Okay. Alex Bregman. I'm just kidding. I don't know why the fuck Alex Bregman's doing this. <laughs> he's, no, he's like third in the AL. Yeah, I, I know he is. I, I, again, he's one of those players. He's like the twins for me just as a baseball player. <laughs> you can show me all the stats in the world you want. I'm still not going to consider him elite. Why? I don't know. And we play him a bunch, and I know he's really good. I just don't <laughs> consider him an elite level player. That's a very interesting take from you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know why my brain works this way. <laughs> I don't look at him as a power hitter. I don't look at him as a contact hitter. He might be all right defensively. But Jock, yeah, Jock came runner up in the home run derby uh, yeah, no, a few years ago. It's a no brainer. Jock Remember, Peterson has that fucking BP home run swing for sure. We put money on Jock to win that year too. Me, me and my dad, we just put like twenty bucks in Vegas, and he was like, it wasn't insane odds because just the home run derby. I think he was the the lowest though. He was twelve to one. I was like, let's bet on Jock, and he made it to the finals. Oh shit! Yeah, and I was only like sixteen at the time, so dollar dollar bill, yeah. yeah. I mean, did, you, did you just submit to gambling underage, Jason? <laughs> My dad bet on me. I was just rooting for him. <laughs> um, next round, Pete Alonso versus Carlos Santana. Wait, so we both have Jock? Yeah. So Jock and Vladdy Jr. in the semis? Uh, I think they yeah. face each other, yeah. Okay. Pete Alonso, Carlos Santana. Pete Alonso. Again, seems like a no-brainer. Carlos Santana, switch hitter. What side is he going to hit from? Maybe he switches mid-round. Maybe he gets tired on the left. He's got extra That's a major stay right. woke. Yeah, maybe. We've never seen it before. We might have seen it before. I don't think we have. (laughs) That's a good strategy. Call your timeout like minute 30 in, switch sides. Stretch out the one side of your body, get the other side going. 
Still Pete Alonso. Yeah, Pete Alonso is a monster. My uh, rookie of the year. Baseball. Rookie of the year prediction, by the way. Pete Alonso. Yeah, it might happen. Probably going to happen unless he gets hurt. <laughs> and then Josh Bell versus Ronald Asuna Jr., I believe. Probably the round I care the least about. See, I'm on the Josh Bell also a switch hitter. Is he? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. I always see highlights of him crushing it from the left side of the plate, I feel like. I feel like he's a contact hitter on the right side of the plate. No stats to back that up. You might be right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just know he's a switch hitter on MLB The Show. That's how Guarantee I know. he hits left-handed, though, because I think Cleveland's got a short right-field porch. And they have the big left-field wall. That, too. Guaranteed he hits Ooh, left-handed. Big left-field wall. Is that going to impact Vladdy Jr.? No, no, not at all. <laughs> he's going to crush it over that wall every goddamn time. Um, I got Josh Bell in this one. I think it'll be close, but I think Josh Bell has that raw power. Yeah, he's better against he's better against righties than he is lefties. But his home runs per at bat, he's actually he's better left handed wise. Yeah, he's better left handed wise. His home runs like per at bat. He has less home runs, but he has way less at bats. So he has more more against righties on the left side of the plate, but in terms of frequency, he's a little bit better on the right side of the plate. Yeah, but he's it's close. It's not even like yeah, it's close. I'm still taking Josh Bell. From the left side of the plate. I don't know. I feel like even though last week on the podcast, I think I said something about Josh Bell being like really good. I feel like he's my my uh, Alex Bregman slash Minnesota Twins. Really? I feel like he's just... Like, I think he, he had an insane month and then he cooled off. I think I'm going to go with Acuna. I feel like you just did that to be different. No, I'm serious. But I'm going to allow it. I'm serious. I think I'm going to go with Acuna. <laughs> Josh Bell, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he's going to be the big disappointment. He's only going to hit like three, maybe not three. That's a he's going to hit eleven. See, I'm the opposite of you. I think Josh Bell is going to dominate, and I think Acuna, Acuna, Acuna Matata, Acuna, Acuna Matata isn't going to hit very many at all. I think it's going to be fifteen, eleven. Acuna okay. wins, and if that happens, I'm I will probably forget that I said that, and I won't be able to. We're going to come back. We're going to listen to the tapes. <laughs> So we have Vladdy, Jock, Alonso, and then you have Josh Bell. I have Ronald Acuna. Yeah. Okay. Vladdy and Jock. Vladdy and Jock. Here's where I hit a roadblock. Well, they're both heavy swingers, so they're both going to be tired. Exactly. <laughs> I think this is going to be the worst round out of the entire home run derby. Wow. But, but I think no, Vladdy's going to have forward. a lot of time to cool down, though. That's true. He's going first. But so is Jock. Jock goes right after him. But less time. Still less time to cool down. Because you figure Vladdy Jr. is probably going to go first altogether because he's the lower seed of the first matchup. Well, Jock will go third then. So he's only one batter. Two batters. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to take Vladdy. Raw power. Ow. Oh, my gosh. That hurts so bad. Ow. (laughs) I'm going to go with Jock. A little bit of Jock pup. I could see either one. I'm not very strong on Vladdy on that one, but I could see either one. Pete Alonso even versus... Though, even though Jock Peterson has done this before, I feel like he could be the first person to swing and miss. I don't know if people have <laughs> swung and missed before. No, I 100% could see that from him. <laughs> he just swings out of his fucking shoes every single time. <laughs> All right, you have Alonso and Asuna. Acuna. 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 <laughs> and I have Bell and Alonso. Pete Alonso. 
You got Pete Alonzo? I'm high on the Pete Alonzo train, bro. He's like a big country boy. Probably from like Oklahoma, Nebraska. If I had to pick three states that Pete Al- I think Pete Alonzo's from, I'm going to guess Oklahoma, Nebraska, or Texas. That's what I'm going to guess. Okay. He's a big country boy. Real bold take. Where's he from? Where's my country boy from? Florida. <laughs> He's not much of a country boy. No. <laughs> He's swimming with the alligators. Um, yeah, I got Josh Bell. Really? Yeah. I feel like he's going to be the biggest Real high on Josh Bell. I'm real high on Pete Alonzo, my big country boy. That's the 2-3 seed for me. I think he easily beats Akuna. Asuna. No. No, I'm glad we aren't. I'm glad we don't have him moving on so I don't have to say his last name again because I can't (laughs) pronounce it. It's not that hard. I think you're purposely just saying it wrong at this point. I'm not. I'm really not. (laughs) Who do you have winning, Jay? You got Jock Pop versus Pete Alonzo. I have Vlad Jr. versus Josh Bell. Pete Alonzo. I got Josh I Bell. think Pete Alonzo. He's a big country boy, and he's going to – He's just Florida. got – Dude, he's got a lot of meat he's on his bones. a big country boy who lived on the beach. <laughs> he's got a lot of weight on his bones, dude. Who's Josh Bell, man? Pete Alonzo. 6'3", 245. That's a big country boy. Look, Pete Alonzo is going to have to deal with the time change going from the East Coast to the middle to Cleveland. Yeah. Wait. What? Josh Bell already plays in the center of the United States. No time change. Automatic advantage. Is there... Is I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh is in the same time zone. As Ohio? Oh, Ohio. Yes, okay. Okay, I get what you're saying now. No, I think Pittsburgh's the same time zone as New York. Yeah, no, definitely not, Jay. That's a bad take. I have no idea. I just know he plays in the central. Yeah, division. dude, it's 656 in Pittsburgh right now. They are three hours ahead of us. They are in the Eastern Daylight Look, he just, He's used to playing in the NL Central. He's going to transition to the AL Central. Hit some bombs. Cleveland is also in the Eastern time zone. <laughs> no brainer for me. Josh Bell wins this. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit of a stay woke for you, Ty. Let's hear it. I got to wait. I got to make sure my stay woke's right. Let me okay. let me see this. How tall is Josh I'm Bell? I'm falling asleep. Oh. I'm trying to stay woke when I'm falling asleep. Josh Bell's 6'2". We said uh, Pete Alonso 6'3", right? Yeah, sure. I'll go with that. Who won the home, home run derby last year? I believe uh, none other than... Was it Harper? No, it wasn't Harper. Bryce Harper. You know how tall Bryce Harper is? He's a short man. 6'3". Really? I always thought he was like 6'3". Pete Alonso 6'3". He three. didn't look that tall. Aaron Judge, 6'7". <laughs> Fucking giant. John Carlos Stanton. Giant. 6'6". Six, six. Todd Frazier. He's a big country boy, too. Todd Frazier is another one of those guys. He was Todd Frazier. Much- Six foot three. Todd Frazier was also a uh, Alex Bregman for me. Never considered him elite, even he when he never was. was. Elite. So he the, had like one good season. Last person to win the award under six foot three was Yoannis Cespedes, 2013-2014. He did it dominantly. What about Prince Fielder? He's a big boy, but I think he's short. He's six foot. Yeah, but what's his weight? <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. Prince Fielder weight. 275. What how much does Josh Bell weigh? Wait. Two, oh, he was the same. He was the same as a uh, So just saying. Josh Bell is the obvious favorite to win. Has is that anyone, what you're just saying? Has anyone that's exactly six foot two ever won the home run derby? I don't think so. I bet there's someone out there somewhere who competed once. I'm gonna go all the way. Robinson Cano, not six foot two. David Ortiz, I don't think he's six foot two. You think uh, David he's, Ortiz? He's fucking tall. You can skip him even. David Ortiz, 6'3". Oh, wow. We've already had a few 6'3 winners. Justin Morneau, he's not 6'2", I don't think. 
He might be 6'2". Justin Morneau, 6'4". He's fucking tall. Vladdy Guerrero. How tall is Vladdy Guerrero? He's probably 6'2". Vladimir Guerrero, 6'3". <laughs> Look, I just think they've, <laughs> they changed the metric scale in that time, so they've changed how they measure height. Ryan Howard, 6'4". Bobby Abreu, he's short. I don't think he's even 6 foot. Bobby Abreu, 6 foot. Sorry, Bobby Abreu. Miguel Tejada. Has anyone 5 foot? Something everyone? Cespedes. He was five ten. Miguel Tejada, five foot nine. Garrett Anderson. I'm gonna go all the way back time until we see someone that's six foot two. You keep doing your research day, you fit whatever's gonna be in your head. Garrett Run Derby rolls around and Josh Bell is holding up that trophy. I, Garrett Anderson. I looked up his height and it didn't pop up. Garrett Anderson. You're back before they kept track of those kind of things. How tall is Garrett Anderson? The dark six ages. three. Wow, another six foot three guy. What a surprise. It's, it's outplayed. It's overdone. Jason Giambi. Let's see. Jason Giambi, 6'3". Luis Gonzalez. I'm pretty sure he was pretty tall. I'm going to keep going, Ty. I don't care if the listeners are bored right now. Listeners, I do care if you're bored, but I know you're not bored because I'm proving Tyler. Oh, the last person that was 6'2 to win the home run derby was Luis Gonzalez in 2001. So do you think this could? Do you think Josh Bell can make history and become the first person in 18 years to win and be six foot two? Hundred percent. I'm just saying, it doesn't happen. You know what? Why don't you look up the last time someone from Florida's won a home run derby? Because I bet it's been a while, Jay. Uh, Bryce Harper. He really grew up in Florida. I don't know. No, he's from Vegas. Fuck you. <laughs> I knew that. Um, Aaron, where's Aaron Judge from? Aaron Judge was born in California. Giancarlo Stanton was born in California. Todd Frazier was born in New Jersey. Cespedes, obviously not. Prince Fielder was born in... He's born in Ontario. Robinson Cano, obviously. What am I clicking that for? Justin Morneau. Where's he born? Canada? Is he not Justin Morneau? Canada. Uh, Ryan <laughs> Howard was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Bobby Abreu was born in Venezuela. I'm pretty sure Miguel Tejada is foreign. Yeah. Jason Giambi. Wiscovina. Luis. Con- wow. <laughs> Luis Gonzalez. <laughs> One of us is being neither making history. The, neither has the advantage. <laughs> Damn it. You bend those stats to your fucking fit your narrative, Jay. <laughs> Big country boy. <laughs> He's Todd Frazier 2.0, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Jay. I'm just saying, Todd Frazier's Todd Frazier's 6'3", 250. Ah, he's skinnier than Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso's going to... Oh, and they were both... I don't know. Todd Frazier wasn't a Met when he won. Never mind. It's going to be Pete Alonso. I'm so confident that. I'm going to go to Bovada right now and put money on it. You know what you can put money on while you're there, Jay? What? Where Kawhi Leonard is going to sign. Uh, probably the Raptors. It might be the Raptors. It's taking quite a while. Clippers are eliminated. So we think. I don't think From the actually. reports. I don't believe any of those. I think reports. everyone's eliminated besides the Raptors. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe those reports. There's so much. There's so many different conflicting things going on. There's that... been like three separate days where I feel like someone's like, "Oh, Kawhi Leonard is expected to sign with the Lakers today." Yeah, and then nothing happens. So I, I really don't care. Yeah, it's gonna be probably. I think it's gonna be the. I think it's gonna be the Raptors. I don't know though. I don't know. Let's see. Just double check. Uh, Pete Alonso is only plus 450. Oh, Josh Bell is actually the betting favorite. Mm. How is he the favorite over Yelich? Because he's a monster. A DraftKings. Oh, you can bet on DraftKings. He's a fucking monster, Jason. 
hey, Ronald Asunia, <laughs> he's the the Jock Peterson plus nine hundred. That might be a fun bet. That, that's a decent odds. Also, we, oh, we should do a home run. I wonder if they do like daily fantasy for the home run derby. Like you pick like two people. Yeah, like points. Yeah, we, we'll look into it. Okay, like three bucks or something. Kawhi Watch is now in San Diego, Jason. Oh, because he landed in San Diego. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I miss fantasy baseball. I think I'm gonna load twenty bucks up in my DraftKings account and play some daily fantasy. Make that money. I always lose. Yeah, that's why I don't do it. I'm really bad at fantasy sports in general. Never won a league. Me neither. I'm really good at coming in dead middle. <laughs> not good, not bad. I'm serious. My baseball league, six out of twelve. I remember the football last time, league, five out of ten. Last time I tried doing it, it was a money league and I did football and my shit froze up right as it drafted and I drafted someone who was like injured or something first round. And I was fucking done. My team was terrible. Actually I, I don't even think I was no la I was not middle of the road in my fantasy football team. That was a utter lie out of my mouth, and I am sorry for lying to you as my friend. I don't appreciate it. I was. I want to say I was one in thirteen. <laughs> that is atrocious. That is next level bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Let me see. Am I logged in on ESPN? I want to look at my record. Did you take a quarterback? Um, who was my quarterback? Aaron Rodgers? No. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. That'll do it. And I drafted him way too early. Um, That'll do it for sure. My biggest, I've told this before, uh, my biggest fantasy mistake was drafting Blake Snell for $2 last year and dropping him after one start. Mm. Yeah. Real bad when you let go of the Cy Young winner. Usually doesn't play out well. I don't know what my password is on ESPN. What? Basketball, though, Jason. What about it? Kawhi Leonard still has not signed. Katie and Kyrie to the Nets. It was like a week ago. Happened right after the podcast. Absolutely hilarious. Oh, finally got it. They went to the fucking Nets that I damn near forgot were a basketball team. Yeah. 30 minutes away from the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. I told you, bro. The Knicks, um, they have like the bad rap with their owner. You know what I mean? They'll do it. Like no, no one, one wants, wants to, to pay for, for James, or no one wants to pay. No one wants to play for James Dolan. I mean, that's how much of that factored in the decision. I don't know, but I mean, you got to figure a lot if they're going thirty minutes away. They're going to live in the same house as they would playing for the Knicks or anything. Oh yeah, the rumor is that KD has like a Manhattan, um, whatever it's called, condo. Yeah, apartment. like whatever. Yeah, yeah, something in Manhattan. But I think it's funny. Yeah. J.J. Redick to our now-dominant Pelicans. Oh, yeah. About the Nets, though, this year they're probably not contending. Oh, yeah. They I mean, if KD comes back for the playoffs, I honestly, over under half a ring for KD and Kyrie in Brooklyn, I don't know what I would take. I would not confidently take the over. I just think... You put a gun to my head, over under 0.5 rings, I think I'd take the under. I think the biggest thing that people are giving... was his name? James Dolan? Yeah. People were giving him shit because he didn't want to give KD. Oh, yeah, but he signed injured players before. <laughs> yes. But with that being said, KD just had an injury, tried playing on it, and then re-injured it to one of the worst injuries in fucking sports. But he also tried playing on it way sooner than he should have. He absolutely did, yeah. but that's why it re-aggravated it. Yeah. For one of the worst injuries in sports, no one knows if he's going to come back and be fucking KD for the rest of I, his career. I think he will. I think he'll Man's be got fine. small calves. He does have small calves, but... Those don't heal well. I think he'll be fine just because he's so good. But you don't know. It could be a career destroyer, which would suck. 
And then that would just be the Nets overpaying with like a Kyrie. Um, For, yeah, just Kyrie. The guy who couldn't do it with the Celtics and a much more <laughs> talented roster around him. They just have such a different, well, not different, but they have such clashing personalities. They're both divas. They're both, you know, and like Katie cares too much about what people say on the internet. He's probably listening to this on a burner account. He's going <laughs> to say something. And Kyrie just is like, had all his drama in, Bro- just, in Boston just, last year. He's off. Was not a good leader. Band. So like, yeah, I can't, I wouldn't be able to follow someone who believes in a flat earth. I think he actually took that back. Did he? I think so. That's good. Good for him. I think he was like, I didn't say I believed it. I was just saying I was open to it or something stupid like that. <laughs> Sounds like something stupid you'd say. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just don't know. I mean, you got the Lakers. I mean, they're really top heavy. If they get Kawhi, they're good. If they don't get Kawhi, even I don't know, they probably will win a ring this year. But if they don't you got to have Kawhi, the pieces around them. How many decent free agent pieces exactly. are left? Everyone's fucking off the board because they're green on Kawhi. They can get Danny Green. They'll probably re-sign like Rondo or something, which is you still have right, AD and LeBron and yeah. Kuzma. That's still a good big three, you know. Oh, for sure. And then the West is kind of wide open. I mean, you figure the Rockets, you know, who knows what they're doing. Um, the Warriors, Warriors nose-fucking-bombed. Yeah, nose but dived. if, nose dived. if Clay comes nose-dived. back in March and they're firing on all cylinders, they could catch the Lakers at the wrong time, you know, the more experienced team. Oh, they for I sure don't think can. it's. I but saw the odds, KD yeah. and Iggy, who was a, he was a key part but to they, the team. Well, now they have D'Angelo Russell. Did you hear yeah, about that? But they're true. probably going to flip D'Angelo Russell. That's the what the idea is. They're going to, because they're using the cap space, because they traded, they did like a trade for D. Russ. It was like a sign and trade, and mm-hmm. that way they could actually take on his contract. And what they're going to do with that contract is they're going to flip his contract the cap space they got with him because you can go over the cap if you do certain things they're going to take that cap and trade for role players that's like what people think they're going to do so they're going to turn d'angelo russell into like three good role players or something Hmm. which if still you still have steph clay draymond and if you build like a nine-man rotation that's deep it could just be you know the raptors they had Kawhi in a really good rotation oh yeah so I think it's crazy to absolutely roll out the warriors rule out i don't think they're going to dominate but i think steph clay draymond up against LeBron, AD, and... But if they have the role players, you know what I mean? Even without Kawhi. Yeah, Yeah. but it really comes down to the team they build around them, for sure. Um, Who else I do think... The Jazz, I think, are pretty good. People are high on the Jazz. Nuggets were good this year, but... Yeah. I think this is going to help define Steph's legacy, now that KD's gone. If they just fucking bomb after he's gone. If you put a gun to my head and you told asked me who's going to win more rings in the rest of their career, I think I would still say Steph. I think I would, too, because he's got the better team right now yeah he has a better chance to win you know next year the biggest worry about health about steph like kd is his health he's always getting injured he's always like rolling his ankle or doing some shit so small ankles man they'll get you <laughs> i need some i need some cankles out there on the court <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know basketball is gonna be crazy next year still wait on Kawhi. yeah if Kawhi goes to the lakers that's gonna be insane if he goes to the clippers that'll be cool i want him to go to the clippers out of any team I think out of the Raptors, Lakers, and Clippers, I think the Clippers would be fucked over the most if he doesn't pick them. They kind of like did all this cap space and everything to kind of like set up for this big summer, and they've done nothing. They've been waiting on him. Yeah, and like yeah, I mean, either way, an LA team's getting fucked. But the thing is, the Lakers still have KD or still have LeBron to fall back on. (laughs) The Clippers, they have a lot of assets to trade. You know, they have like Danilo Gallinari, who's a good player. He's in an expiring year. They could use him to get like a big contract. They have some future draft picks. They had this Miami, they have this Miami Heat pick that they got in the Tobias Harris trade, and it was supposed to be really really good. But then the Heat got Jimmy Butler, so now it's like, okay, that pick's probably only going to be like 
15. The Heat aren't really a title contender, but they're not going to be a lottery, you know, like a shitty yeah. lottery team. So they have pieces to trade for someone. It's not going to be anyone insane. Maybe someone like Bradley Beal, you know, like CJ McCollum, which they won't trade CJ McCollum, but they're going to get like a like a second best star on a team, yeah. shooting not guard like a top or something. Level elite, but which is fine, but then like you could say they're going to make a trade and then pursue a superstar next summer. But the the free agent class is super weak next summer, and it's like so they're kind of fucked if Kawhi doesn't come. Because if Kawhi comes, then you could use those assets to get that second star, and then suddenly you're rolling. But without Kawhi, it's like, okay, we can get that Bradley Beal, but then you're just in the same situation you were in with Blake Griffin, and they traded him because they didn't want to pay him. Yeah. So you're just going to trade for a guy who's as good, if not worse, than Blake Griffin, who Blake Griffin is great, but he should be the second best team on a title contending team. I don't think he can be the best guy on a title contending team. No, I think he's a good supporting player, but I don't think he can lead. He's an all star, yeah. 100%. He just can't be the best on a, you know. Yeah. He doesn't even have he's to not play like Kawhi, like where he could leave if you replace yeah. fucking you know Griffin did, yeah. and Kawhi. He's not going to lead the Raptors to a title, and he's good enough where he doesn't have to play with like an insane. He doesn't have to play with like LeBron to contend. He could be like like him and Damian Lillard would be good enough. You know, I like think two of those even guys on the same level as him that he could share that leader role with would be fine. Yeah, but if they don't get Kawhi, suddenly they're just going to go with that kind of player, and it's going to be like, okay, this is the whole reason you traded Blake Griffin. If they would have just kept him, he would have only had, what, three years left on his deal? If they trade for Bradley Beal, they're going to have, what, three years, two years left on their deal? It's like, you did all these steps, and you're just going to end up back where you started. I think it's hilarious, Jay, that all these teams are trying, trying to build up these teams, when everyone knows our dominant New Orleans Pelicans (laughs) are going to win in the finals this year. Absolutely not, but I'm here for the ride. Three years in a row. Back to back to back, and then Zion's body's gonna give up on him, and it's gonna be the <laughs> oh end of my his career. Gosh. I'm excited to watch the Pelicans, dude. They're gonna be fun. They're gonna be real fun. I'm following them on Twitter now, Jay. Summer league's looking real fun, dude. I want to. They actually play today, I think, against the Knicks. Yeah, they do. I need to watch that. Zion's been bodying people up in practice, dude. Lonzo, Drew Holiday, Ingram, JJ Redick. I don't know if JJ's gonna start. He might be a six man. He might though. But it's either start Drew Holiday or start JJ. I don't know who they're going to start at center. I don't know who their center is. I should probably look yeah, into that. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Zion's going to play a four, I think. Power yeah, forward. it's going to be Lonzo, Drew, Brandon Ingram, Zion. Um, I mean, does it really even matter with that four right there, Jay? I should probably, I don't know. I should probably look up our roster. I'm going to buy a Pelicans jersey. I'm going to buy a Zion jersey. I was going to say, I said I was going to buy a Lonzo jersey. You should get a Lonzo jersey. I should. You love you some Lonzo. Jaleel Okafor. You get the Lonzo jersey. I'll get the I'll get the Zion jersey, and we'll go to a game this year. When they play the Clippers, not the Lakers, because yeah, it's gonna yeah, be too expensive yeah. when they play the Lakers. Oh, it's insane to go to the Laker game. Hopefully, Kawhi doesn't sign with the Clippers, so the tickets are dirt cheap. Yeah, we'll be good. Let's look at their schedule. <laughs> Let's see when they're in. Have they? Oh, they probably haven't released the schedule yet. When do they release? Are you looking it up? They don't release the. They haven't released the schedule yet. This I I forget the season just ended because the NBA never ends. It's very true. With other sports, it's like, okay, baseball, a lot of the moves don't happen until the winter meetings, which is in December. Ba- football, stuff doesn't happen until March, you know, which is a whole month after the basketball just happens right away. So I feel like we're already, like, into the freaking off season, and we're, we just started it. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, I'd agree with that. The finals legit ended, like, a couple weeks ago? June 16th? Yeah. So three, four weeks, three weeks, three weeks. We're going to go three weeks. Six final answer. 21 days, yeah. I think. But yeah. NBA just never ends. They just... They just... Give me a second here. I got this. They just keep running, Jay. 
You know what they run in? What are you trying to do? They're running in a pair of Nikes. Oh, my gosh. You know who's in the news here recently, Jason? <laughs> you, you tried real hard for that transition, <laughs> for that segue. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kaepernick's in the news with Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Again? Again. With the, what is it? There was a Betsy, Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross? There were Nike shoes, and they had Betsy Ross flags on the back. And he said something, and the shoes actually... I haven't seen a picture of the shoes. I've only seen the pictures of the back of them. Oh, like the sides of them? I haven't seen like a side angle. I didn't know what they looked like. Yeah, I've only seen the back angle of them, too. So the Betsy Ross flag is obviously the flag with the the 13 colony circles. The 13, yeah, the stars in a circle rather than the grid we have now. And it's like... It's, he, it's he some controversy. Outrage. He said that you know it's a racist thing. It's being used as a white supremacy kind of symbol. So he pulled the shoes, but some of them were already sent to vendors apparently, and they're going for like over two grand. Oh, their stocks are surging following Colin Kaepernick flag thing. Surging? Yeah, that's what happened last time. There's controversy. They just made fucking money off of it. Yeah, Nike drops Betsy Ross flag sneaker after Kaepernick criticizes it. Yeah, but I guess there's some online like already selling for like fucking two grand now. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet. Because <laughs> they sent them to the stores before they told the stores, okay, don't sell them. So fucking employee said, come up. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to read. Yeah, so he just complained it, and then a lot of people were upset about it. Yeah, a lot of people were upset about it. Um, there are some saying it was good, others saying it was you know part of our history. Which it is, but... What do you think about it, Jay? Are you one of those people really upset about it? Give me one second. I'm trying to figure... I'm giving you as many seconds as you need to effectively convey your thoughts on this insane situation with Nike. And (laughs) CEO Colin Kaepernick. Okay, so... I'm trying to... (laughs) What are you doing here, Jay? I'm looking up the history of the flag. It was the first flag... Of the United I States. I don't think it was. Betsy Ross designed it. It was after 1776. So, yeah, it was like the first one. Which was used as early as 1777. So, yeah, but it wasn't... Because I've seen some people saying it was the Revolutionary War flag. Like the flag we used when we were in war. That's not true. Um, That's I, false. I mean, I think it was the first rend- no, it was, a rendition of like our American flag. No, because there was flags i'm dude i'm on this website right now about (laughs) historical flags of our ancestors let's hear it jay (laughs) it was a flag with uh stripes on it like our flag but then it had like the british flag like on the top left american revolutionary naval designs i don't know all i know is the bets it says the betsy ross flag was after 1776 june 14th 1777 established the first unofficial uh, yeah whatever Anyways, so, I don't know. I don't know where to start this conversation. That's the thing. Do you think Nike should have pulled the shoes? We'll go with that. I don't... I think they've probably made the right decision. I mean, they're making money off of it for from a business standpoint. They absolutely did. I think they made the right decision in the, in the fact that they're standing by Kaepernick and what he's stands for 
because I agree with what he's what he stands for or what he needs for. But I'm Ooh, what he doesn't stand for. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you kind of go against him, you kind of back yourself in a corner. Especially right after, I mean, very recently they made him their, you know, spokesperson for Nike. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's an odd choice to make the shoes in the fucking first place. Like, I get it, like, history of the United States, but, like, we, we have a flag. <laughs> Our flag works just fine. Just throw that on the back of fucking shoes, you know? Yeah. I think they were just trying to go back to the roots, you know, because it was originated as the first, like, officially used flag. But that's, and that's where it gets cloudy for me. It's like, I haven't read what Kaepernick said. I don't know what he, like, what he said or anything. Like, I didn't read an official statement from yeah. him. But, like... I would like to hear more, and I need to do more research on why he thinks that flag is a symbol of racism. Well, I think he was saying that white supremacy groups will use it because that was what represented the United States when it was basically, you know, based on slavery. Okay. Everything was done with slavery. My counterpoint to that is if a white supremacy group uses the Bible as a reason to hate gay people, does that mean every gay person should not be Christian? Or every, you know? I... Just because they use it, I don't think you can... I would agree with that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it, I mean, it's different but similar to the Confederate flag, whereas it was part of, technically part of our nation, although it was, like, a separate thing. But the Confederate flag was the South. You know what I mean? It was, like... That's what I'm saying. It was different, but... I think that's, I think that's a different situation, because I've always been... I, I'm not against the whole pulling the Confederate flag from, you know, nation... Not nation state halls or whatever you know how they don't like fly it anymore or whatever yeah like i'm all for that and like we don't fly this flag but i think i don't know i don't think that was nike's intent you know what i mean i don't don't think it was their intent at all i think you know they clearly wasn't it wasn't their intent to do it but i think once they realized possibly what it stood for i don't know if it see that's the thing though i don't know if it stands for that and i think i understand if if people feel that way but i feel like you know what i mean i don't i don't know it's just hard it's like, do you stop recognizing George Washington? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I 100% because like, there's a lot of things in history Are we going to take where, George Washington off the, the dollar bill? Or are we going to take, you know... Yeah, there's famous presidents who owned slaves. Like, oh, yeah. They all owned that, slaves. That's how it Benjamin was Franklin was then. a known slave owner. Like, he was, yeah. like, insane. Like, yeah. And that's kind of how it was back then. So, do we, you know, say the entire history is bad? What you know? What about the Star Spangled? Well, he kneels for the Star Spangled Banner, but wasn't that written during the Revolutionary War? Uh, something like that, yeah. Written by Whitney Houston. That's <laughs> not, not Whitney Houston. By... <laughs> the Star Spangled Banner, Whitney. Super Bowl twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was written in eighteen fourteen, so it was written a little after. Yeah, forty years, fifty years. Francis Scott Key. It's just it's <laughs> tough where you you know because they can use whatever they want to fucking use as you know a symbol of their thing. And then do we give them that power to fucking take that and eliminate it from our history and not be able to show it as part of our history and wear it on things? Yeah. and that's Because a, they choose to use it as a symbol, if they are? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is I feel like Nike ultimate has, ultimately has the right to pull it, and I don't care that they pulled it. Like, I wasn't going to buy these yeah, shoes. I don't buy them. have any emotional attachment. Where I get confused is where you're drawing these, like, racism, you know, connections and drawing those dots, and it's like... You know, I don't know what it's like to be black in America. I don't know the struggles it's like. You know, I'm, I forgot the term for it. There's like a term if you're just like a white straight male. Like you're just, you know what I mean? Like 
I don't face any sorts of oppression. I don't face any sorts of, I don't face any of that. And I laugh at white people like myself who pretend like they do. But, you know, like, I know that wasn't Nike's intent. And it's just like, I don't know. It's hard to. I mean, I think if. Like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, I might have racist ties now. But it's not like the Confederate flag where the Confederates literally stood for, you know, keeping slavery. Like, this was just a flag that so happened to be the flag while these messed up things happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I, I agree and with I that. might be wrong in history. I, it might have been a symbol for like, you know what I mean. It might have been a symbol for racism and everything with people, but and I might be ignorant for that. But you know I, what I mean. I believe it was just our fucking United and States flag. And that's the flag. thing. Just because you know, just because it was a flag during that time doesn't mean you can just be like that flag's racist. Because I mean, if we're basing it, so it depends on if white supremacists are actually using that as their flag right now, type thing. Yeah. You know? But. If we look at it that way, who's to say... But white supremacists use, like, the Confederate flag before they use that. Typically, yeah. That would be, you know, a secondary thing if they were using it. But who's to say, you know, 50 years from now, Nike wants to make shoes. Say we get fucking five more states, we get a new flag. Nike wants to make new shoes with the flag we currently have. And LGBT community comes out and was like, oh, no, that flag was around when we didn't have rights Yeah. Like, you have to choose where you draw that line. So, because you know they could say, "Well, why we had that flag, we weren't viewed as being able to get married, like we didn't have rights, like straight yeah. people did." So they could use that same type of argument. Now, I'm not saying slavery is the same thing as they're, they're different, yeah. but similar. You know, well, this was just posted an hour ago. This is by the Jewish Journal. <laughs> I don't know how true this is. I'm sure they wouldn't lie about something that doesn't really can you know. They have no bias in the matter. The Anti-Defamation League, ADL, Center on Extremism, Senior Research Fellow, Mark Pitts something, told the Associated Press on July 3rd that the Betsy Ross flag is innocuous and isn't typically used as white supremacist imagery. And then they talk about the thing. Pitts Vakaj told CNBC that while white supremacists occasionally use the flag, he has never seriously thought about adding the Betsy Ross flag to the ADL's database of hate symbols. We view it essentially as an innocuous, innocuous historical flag. It's not a thing in the white supremacist movement. So Nike said in a statement they pulled the shoes because they didn't want to unintentionally offend and detract from the nation's patriotic holiday. Yeah, I mean, they have the right to. If they think it was going to offend, just fucking pull it. I I don't see very many people wanting that shoe, to be honest. Yeah. I don't see it. I don't think it was going to be a very popular shoe to begin with. And, you know, they had the flag. There's pictures like when Barack Obama got inaugurated. The flag was behind him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a part of history. Um I think Nike has the right to pull it. And I don't don't care that they pulled it, you know. Yeah, I just, it's, it's an odd line. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to read this article too. Nike pulled the shoe because Kaepernick, the former, objected to using the flag, claiming the image was inextricably linked to the nation's early history of slavery. What does inextricably mean? I know what it means, linked. (laughs) <laughs> in a way that is impossible to do tangle. So he's saying it's impossible to separate the flag from the early history of slavery. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. I don't think. I think you can look at that flag and look at it as our nation being born. And yes, there was some stuff going on. But I don't think you look at that flag and say racism. I think you look at the Confederate flag and say slavery. Yeah. I don't think you do that with that flag. So, but at the same time, yeah, Nike has the right to pull it. And I don't care. And I think it's even funnier that people are getting so upset about I think this. it's funny how many people are upset and how little percentage of those people are actually going to get the fucking shoe. Yeah, or like wear Nikes. Like, yeah, like what does it matter? 
Like God, half of the people who are doing that are the people who already are like, oh, we're boycotting Nike and not buying Nike. Yeah. Like if you're already on the side of fuck Nike, why does it matter to you what they do? Yeah. They've already shown what they're going to stand for and what they're going to be. Why the fuck does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's where I'd like to have a sit down conversation with someone like Kaepernick and like, you know, ask him like, why do you think this is linked to these things? You know, because I, obviously I don't have the same background as you, but I think you're kind of making, you're kind of grouping that in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are we going to take everything from 1776 and say it's LinkedIn? You know, like. Again, is George Washington. Alec- is Hamilton going to be a racist play yeah. now because Alexander Hamilton probably owned slaves? Exactly. You can't, you know, just because like, those things were going on, you cannot link those together and eliminate all of our, you know, history. But there are some bad things, there are some good things. And that's the thing where I don't really care about this is it's not like eliminating history because it's just shoes. You know what I mean? It's not like he's that's like, we saying. should stop teaching this. We should stop. Like, it's just a flag on shoes. Yeah. You know, so. I just think of the, the fact that. You know, you don't want that out being released to the public type thing. Yeah. Because you're, you know, you're saying this is a racist symbol now. That's why we don't want to. I feel like that's making it racist. Because now, I don't know, now people on the other side, the the true racist. Oh, now they're going to start using it like a motherfucker for sure. And, you know, but it is funny how, I don't understand why people are so mad, like you said. And then it's like, you almost get alienated. Ted Cruz said, like, it's funny how Nike made this decision considering they only make shoes for people who hate the American flag. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. Like, dude, get over it. Like, yeah, I, it really, it's a fucking big deal and it shouldn't be. Like, god damn, if it was fucking, if they were making this decision because, I'm trying to think of something stupid. If they decided not to have the flag on because it was something about gun rights and they took it off, you'd be like, wow, God bless America. They're standing <laughs> up for our gun rights. It was like Australian flag or something. And they're like, well, Australians uh, don't have uh, guns in their country, so we're not going to do this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, dude, get over it. Like, you weren't going to wear the Nikes anyways. They have the right. They're a private company that can make the decision. And they're making money off of it. It's a business decision. Doesn't mean they hate America. Like, ignoring our past and ignoring what happened, you know, like, I like we said, I don't think this is a sign of racism, but a lot of these people just ignore what fucking happened in our past, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's just as bad, too. And, and I, I think there's opposite spectrums. I think maybe Kaepernick is being a little too, like, stay woke and trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which probably is for the right reasons. He's trying to educate people on, on the history and everything. Kinda I just think he took to the that. wrong approach. As that symbol, he kind of has to be a little bit too much. I think maybe a better approach would have been, you know, come out with a public statement and say, you know, this flag was used at the same time as we did this. Let's reinvent this flag as a sign of unity or something. Like, that would have been a much better approach than... Different ways to go about it. You know, but I think... And then there's the other side that just pretends, you know, pretends that Christopher Columbus wasn't a horrible person and was cutting people's hands off in Haiti. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know oh, that yeah. until college. I'm not going to pretend like I knew that beforehand. I thought Christopher Columbus was a great dude. I knew he was a terrible person. I didn't know he was cutting people's hands off in Haiti. But I knew he did terrible shit. I just didn't know what exactly. Yeah, they had like a, a gold rule or something where if you didn't bring him a certain amount of gold, you would like cut your fingers off. Yeah, he sounds like a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah. He's, and but, he has his own holiday. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and I mean, you could... I, it's different with presidents because I think Christopher Columbus just kind of found America. He didn't really do anything. Yeah. And then he was a terrible person. But... Our presidents at least kind of did stuff and also owned slaves, which isn't right, but... Yeah, it was part of the times, but that doesn't excuse it. It's still bad. You know, it's still bad, and it's bad to try and ignore and act like that didn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. At the same time, though, it's he still did a lot of good shit and helped create the fucking country we live in today where we can have these arguments and we can try and better ourselves. Yeah. So. I don't know. People are real mad, Jay. I just don't understand it. People are real mad, Jay. And you know what else people are real mad about? <laughs> What's up with your segues? 
Little Mermaid. <laughs> another another deep talk about Little Mermaid. <laughs> I mean, Mermaid? I feel like the exact same people. I'm who... gonna get some water. You can keep talking. I feel like the exact same people who are upset about the flag are the people upset that Little Mermaid's gonna be black now. Yep. And I don't see what the issue is. I mean, it. Not it's... my Little Mermaid. <laughs> it, it's still a fictional character. Why the fuck does it matter if she's white or black or green? I it, it shouldn't matter. It's a fictional character. She's a fucking mermaid. She doesn't have feet. Yeah, that's the thing. Is let me let me get back on this. Uh, she had said on there. I was thinking about this actually. Okay, so here's the difference. So with this compared to other situations. So for example, in Doctor Strange, the ancient one, wasn't she just played like by a white lady? Like, she wasn't even Asian? Yeah, Tilda Swinton. But the real ancient one was, what, Chinese? Yeah, and also in Iron Man, similar to that, the Mandarin was Chinese. Actually, very, like, stereotypically racist Chinese in the comic books. Spade by a British dude. And, you know, people, like, with the ancient one, you know, people of... I don't want to say Chinese. I don't want to say... I don't know what she was. Was it Chinese? Let's just say Asian. Asian descent, yeah. I don't know. And it wasn't played by Asian people. Some Asian people got upset, like, hey, we should have right representation. You know, we shouldn't whitewash these roles. And now the same white people are using, like, that same logic for The Little Mermaid, why a black person is playing Little Mermaid, you know? And it's like, well, why are we... The Little Mermaid's white. Why are we... If you're going to get mad at white people for doing this, why are you going to get mad at... Why we should be able to get mad at black people for doing this? There's a difference. And here's a difference, Ty. 95% of all roles are white in Hollywood right now? Well, I'm going a little deeper than that. Okay. <laughs> With a role like the Ancient One or a role like, you know, something like the Mandarin, whatever. I can't think of more examples off the top of my head. Some of those things kind of... Or like Mulan. Let's use Mulan. If they used a white person as Mulan, I think there is deservedly some outrage. I, I think, agree. I think... Because for Mulan, Mulan stands, you know, for a little Asian girl. I was going to say like myself. I shouldn't be. <laughs> I was going to say like a little for a little Asian girl like myself. Oh. <laughs> for a little Asian girl, you know, that that's like representation. You see Mulan and you, you know, I'm, I'm the same as these other princesses. I'm the same as, you know what I mean? Like it gives you something to look for. Yeah. And it's just like something that relates to you because you, you're not going to, you know, and our times are much better. We're st- we still have a lot of work to do. We're a lot better now than we were, you know, even 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But it gives, you know, these little girls and whatever something to relate to with those roles. With Little Mermaid, I don't think any, like, little white girl was like, oh, the Little Mermaid. You know, if anything, like, we, we were talking to your dad about, like, it's like kind of like redheads. Yeah, the, that would be the minority group technically would be ginger. But the whole fucking thing about the redhead is you can just dye the girl's hair red. Yeah, very easily. You know, and it's like, yeah, it's not a true redhead. And I'm sure if there was someone just as good in the role that looked more like Ariel, they probably would have done that. You know what I mean? Like, I think because this girl was the best. It wasn't they didn't do this because she was black. They did this because she was the best. Yeah. And if there was someone, you know, better and she looked more like Ariel, they would have went with her. You know, it wasn't like a statement. You know, I hope it wasn't a statement. I hope Disney wasn't like, okay, this isn't the best one we have, but let's fucking do this just to make a statement. Yeah. I hope it's for the role, you know, but if there was someone that was just as good, if not better than her and looked like the role, they probably would have went with the person like Kristen Bell and Beauty and the Beast. She looked like Belle, you know, she was probably the best one. So they went with her. Yeah. And, but they could dye her hair red. So those same girls that are redheaded and might feel that same way, which I don't want to, I don't want to 
say being a redhead is any less more of a minority than something else even though i kind of think it is it, it's sorry r- for being insensitive yeah but. it's rare but it's not like they've been oppressed necessarily compared to other groups from my knowledge at least at least recent and very recent history yeah. yeah so yeah and it's just like it's different you know it's not and like from what i've read is this girl kicked ass she embodied ariel she was you know has a great voice like they're gonna put a red wig on her and those girls are gonna and it's not even like ariel's a real redhead she's like red red oh yeah it's not like ginger orange red it's not like it's, brave it's, it's dyed red yeah so yeah you know she's not who cares and again, I don't think, you know, Mulan, the ethnicity, has something to do with the story. Yeah. She grew up in China. That's why it should be that. Yeah. Little Mermaid's in the fucking ocean. Under the sea. If anything, she should be dark. She's living <laughs> on the fucking beach getting a tan. <laughs> or she's living under the ocean. She's not getting any sun, so she's pasty. Uh, whatever. Either way, nationality <laughs> shouldn't have anything to do with it, really. Yeah. It, it's, it was made in a time where that's all Disney fucking made was white princesses. When it, the cartoon was made? Yeah. That was just their go-to. You know? Well, Little Mermaid's a little more recent. I think it was like late 90s. So it was a little... But still, yeah. But even then. Yeah. That's just what they went to. So yeah. she was white in the cartoon. And that was... You know, I'm not saying that was right. I'm just saying that's why it was that in the cartoon. Now yeah. they have a chance to fucking adapt it for live action. And then... It shouldn't matter what her ethnicity is. And then that same thing that happens for Mulan when a girl... Ooh, Max Muncy added to the NL All-Star team? Let's go, baby. For who? Uh, replacing Anthony Rendon. Hell yeah. Um, Interesting. And now you have the same thing where, like, you know, an Asian girl gets inspiration from Milan. You can have your redhead girls get inspiration from Little Mermaid and black girls. You know what I mean? Like, Double up. Like, if a little black girl wants to be Little Mermaid, let her be Little Mermaid. You know what I mean? Like, why why do these old white guys care? Like, sorry, if, you know, I don't want to be insensitive to white people. I mean, I am white. I don't really care if I am. Like, who cares? We've been handed everything. We've been, you know, like, we have no oppression. We have nothing, you know. No one's going to pull us over because of the color of our skin. No one's going to do this. Like, who the hell cares? And, again, Get I, over it. Like, I agree. And I go back to any just general fucking role. Should be played by the best person who... Yes, but in Hollywood, any general role, typically, if it's a boss, I, bet, I guarantee you, you look at the numbers, at least 70 to 80% of them, hey, it's going to be a white guy yeah if it's you know any just a general fucking role it's going to be given to white people most of the time in hollywood and they've been better about that recently yeah but a lot of it it's just you know and yeah, people give it to the white person and like, people whatever. are getting upset because they're like oh they're casting these people of color because to make a statement like like i said i hope they cast people who are the best but if you can make a statement at the same time and cast the person who's the best like that's the perfect win-win you know what i mean yeah 100 like, i think if it's a close call and you're not sure you know there's two people who are identical Make the statement. Be like, yeah. look, it doesn't have to be exactly a fucking white person every single fucking movie. But like, people are getting upset about that. And it's like, who? It's absurd. You should be happy for these people. Like, why Why don't you want people to have representation in Hollywood? Why are you so mad about a fictional character? It's be- a difference between Little Mermaid and if you're making a documentary about Abe Lincoln and you make him black. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's, it's fucking, it's different. You're not changing. It's a fucking cartoon. It's people who, whether they want to admit it or not, are racist. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it really is what it comes down to. It's, they're racist. This character's white. I want a white person. Yeah. That's all it comes down to. And whether they admit they're racist, whether they are racist in their everyday life, little decisions like this and shit, most of it's going to stem from deep-seated fucking racism. Yeah. I was going to go political, too, but I don't want to offend anyone because making assumptions about political parties is bad. Um, 
but just on that note typically there's a reason that you make those assumptions (laughs) (laughs) i mean not every person on one side of or the other is racist but there is like i noticed there is like this uh let's play the numbers game (laughs) well there's just like this this you know hollywood is liberal and nike's liberal and so anything they do that's even slightly against you know traditional american beliefs or whatever they think traditional american beliefs is they're going to be against so not everyone but it's more like the hardcore and you know it's it's like that on both sides you know hardcore people on the left are going to hate oh 100 you know some hardcore left people are just going to hate I mean, white males like me just because i'm a white male you know what i mean like i mean it goes back to almost um black widow what's her name scarlett johansson she was going to play a role of like a trans person or something and uh-huh. there's an outrage and she gave up the role <laughs> because she isn't trans so it happens on both oh, yeah, sides yeah. you know that's probably not the same people who are mad about a black ariel yeah but it happens on both sides for sure yeah it's just man i don't know i just don't why are people so mad i don't get it like, why do you care like just don't go see the movie if you don't if you're really that angry don't go see the movie and don't show your kids it and show your kids the exact same shit and tell them that only white people can do this and then they can grow up racist like you which and is, that's why we still have happening. racist people in 2019. Yeah, 100%. It's... Uh, I've learned about these make, in my culture classes, man. It makes me so mad. They're still going to make money with or without you, but hopefully, you know, I think the thing that does is an issue is they're raising racist children. Yeah. Which is going to make racism carry on into the next fucking generation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a big thing in the South, too. You know, not to not everyone in the South is like this. Again, making assumptions is bad, but we learned about this in our culture class, you know? Yeah, the Civil War, it was like a long time ago, but generations-wise, it wasn't that many generations. I had a great-grandma who was born in like 1908, so you figure her grandma, her great-grandma was around during the Civil War. Yeah. So if her grandma was telling her things, you know, about why black people aren't people and everything. it's passed on. She has it. She passes it on, you know, and I think it does trickle down less and less, and I think we are getting better as a society of because of things like this. Yeah. Because, you know, people are making a statement and taking a stand. But there are these select pockets in these parts of the country where it's like, this is the way it is. They refuse to change. And the Confederate flag's not racist. And even though we don't understand what it stands for, like, it's just, you know. Which still just cracks me up because it's 100% just people being ignorant, being too fucking stupid to understand that it really shouldn't matter. I don't want to use the stupid. No, it's stupid. <laughs> racist. I'm going to take a bold stance here. People who are racist are stupid. I just feel some people are like stupid, <laughs> not for their own good. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know how to explain this. Like they're ignorant. Like people, they're taught this way their whole life. And then, you know, some of them hopefully change, but other ones, you know, it's just like you take what they've been learning their whole lives and you tell them like, Hey, you're, you're dumb for it. Like, you know, of course they're going to get defensive, but it's not right in any way. They're going to get defensive, but it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem saying that. <laughs> It's just, uh, give me a minute here. I got, I got another one. It's just what? It's oh. almost as... Well, hold on before we go there. Okay. And like, even we, you know, <laughs> we have people we know that are kind of like this, you know? And even we give those people shit for it. And like, dude, you need to, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's... No names are going to be named, but... It's an issue sometimes. Yeah. 100%. And it's like... I have a cousin, again, not to name names, who grew up in Montana. Don't think you've ever met her. I don't say her even. Who she came to California and was staring at black people. Yeah. And was like, wow, look at that N-word. 
Yeah, that's... Out loud. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> and that's the problem is these people grow up in these small communities and these... They're closed-minded. You know, and like... And it, and it, it's usually old people. And it's like... It sucks, too, because it's... It, people can be so nice and it's just that one thing. You know what I mean? Like, I would agree with that. I, had old, I remember I had an old couple of fans in fans you know and they were so nice to me and they were like the nicest people in the world they're saying how like i'm a gentleman they're like there's not a lot of that in your generation now i was like all right you sound like an old person but it is true there's a lot of rude people but then it turned into a race thing how they were moving to montana because there was less mexicans and all this stuff and everyone was actually hard working and it's like dude come on like and what, i thought you guys were good people yeah and that's the thing is like they, they can be like that but you know again it's that ignorance dude everyone lives the same fucking lives yeah like, 95% of your day is going to be identical to that Mexican you fucking hate. Yeah, and they're probably going to work harder than you, too. Well, Jason, that's going to make assumptions again. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, 95, 98% of your fucking day is going to be exactly the same. You're going to wake up, you're going to fucking eat food, you're going to go take to a your shit. fucking job. Exactly. You're going to take a shit, then go to your job. You're same fucking person. You speak a different language, you can look a little different, you're, you're going to have the same fucking life. Yeah. But you hate this person because of the way they look. Yeah. It's absurd. And people, oh, we're getting to delete a deep political talk. It's absurd. People might start li- stop listening. If you disagree with us, please come on. We would like to debate you in a civil manner. We are never people to. I will. I will not call you stupid if we come, if you come on. I will discuss. Because <laughs> that's what we need more of is discussions. Even though people shouldn't need discussions to not be racist. But if that's what it takes, <laughs> to I will, open their eyes, yeah, we will discuss civilly. I don't know. It also goes into the whole legal immigration thing. A lot of people who are mad at legal immigrants or white people who sit on their ass and don't do anything. 100%. Like, I, I know one off the top of my head. I'm not going to I'm not gonna name names, but... 100%. Yeah. And, oh, they're taking our jobs, but you're not going to do that fucking job. Or you just don't work at all. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they're lazy, and meanwhile, you're the one on food stamps. And... Exactly. I have plenty of white family members who just fucking pop out kids and live <laughs> off welfare. Yeah. And it's like, you know... It really is. There's good people on both sides. There's bad people on both sides. But yep. you just fucking stereotype people and put them in this Yep. ignorance. Yep. What are we going to transition into? Yeah, it's almost as if... I don't fucking know, Jay. How was yesterday, the movie? <laughs> it's almost like they're ignorant about the Beatles ever existing because in yesterday, That's the Beatles did not exist. Yeah, didn't exist. Except for one man. It was actually them. a spoiler alert. I listened to a spoiler review of it today. Actually, well, my listeners, to the listeners. I don't want to spoil the listeners. Never mind, listeners. Um, it was a good movie. We actually got a new rating scale that we're going to go through to rate movies out of 100 properly. That way we can actually... Uh, we're going to keep track of them so we can say this movie is definitively better. But if only one of us sees it, how are we going to do that? We'll have your movie rankings, my movie rankings. Or we average our scores out. But if only one of us sees it, we'll have your movie rankings, my movie rankings. We'll just... We'll, we'll go with... So the first uh, category is plot story slash story. What does that mean, Ty? You're the one that put plot slash story. So just if it's a very boring story where there's no plot to it, there is no climax, there's no buildup, it's kind of just, hey, we're going to go do this thing. Okay, let's go. Shouldn't get a good story. It's got some fucking major plot twist and they're building up this giant thing that's fucking going on, like law-abiding citizen. I would give a pretty goddamn <laughs> good story for plot slash story. And these are out of 20, right? Because there's five of them. We're going to do five categories out of tor- uh, out of 20 All right. for a score of 100, where a score of 100 is possible. So without spoiling it, yesterday, obviously, it's about 
great concept. No one knows about the Beatles. Awesome concept. That's a great concept. How well did they execute it with their plot? I think they they executed it good. I would have like I would have liked to see I would have liked to see a little more meat on the bones. Mm. Like that should factor into your score. Like there wasn't like a bad person, like a bad. That's typical Hollywood. And I always complain about typical Hollywood. But it would have been cool if there was like, spoiler alert, this doesn't happen. It would have been cool if there was like another person who remembered the Beatles and he was also making Beatles music and then they were like kind of competing or something. Um, kind of predictable. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran could have been evil. Awesome. Ed Sheeran, great. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, kind of a predictable love story dynamic going on. You know, I really liked the girl who played the love interest. Not for her looks, not at all for her looks. <laughs> um, but the plot—I mean, it was just kind of like a—it was like a rom-com with a decent idea behind it. And for that, out of twenty, I think I'm gonna give it a. Be I'm gonna give it a twelve. Okay, I'm gonna say be stingy because we got we got a lot of movies. You need to make sure you mean that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a twelve because I like that the concept get alone gives it like an eight, and then. It had some good moments. All right. Next one up is visuals slash cinematography. Um, I'm also going to go along because I didn't even think about this with movies like Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man. Uh-huh. This movie. Like the music and shit, too. Okay. Go along with all that. Visuals, cinematography, music. Okay. I think music should absolutely be part of it, too. Because I think of movies like Guardians well, like of the Galaxy. Well, like this kind of movie doesn't really have like much cool visuals you That's know what, what i'm mean? saying but like guardians of the galaxy had a lot of st- shit but i also love the soundtrack that was a very key part of it soundtrack wise great beatles make great music as we have established arguably <laughs> some may say visuals nothing special really nothing like crazy concert scenes or i mean they had like the typical concert scenes and but stuff nothing but that made it stand out compared to other movies they had one like kind of scene where he was like standing and like it was kind of like a computer screen with like all his downloads it was like weird like he was like looking at it all like it was all surrounding him kind of that obviously wasn't real it was just like in his head or whatever um see there was nothing the the music was great but there wasn't anything like special it was just a normal movie you know what i mean so then it shouldn't get very many points for this but the music was great i think it needs everything to stand out you know what jay Check that. Music should go into our next category because that's the type of movie it was. Do okay. you agree with that? Yeah. Visuals. Sim- I don't want to say it was bad because it didn't have bad visuals. It didn't have bad cinematography. It just what didn't stand out. So I'm going to give it a 10. Just middle of the line. But, I mean, I guess. How it, often does a movie have bad visuals, though? But it, it did what it needed to do. It wasn't like the, the color grading wasn't bad. It wasn't boring. Like, you know, it, it had decent concert scenes. It, it did what it had to do. See, this movie was never banking on the visual slash cinematography, so I don't want to... Me and you are taking different approaches to this. My thing is the base score is zero. You earn every point I give you. <laughs> but some movies aren't going to have good visuals. You know what I mean? If you watch Fault in Our Stars, it's not going to have... There's a couple of decent scenes I can think of, Jay. Okay, well, there's probably a couple of decent scenes I can think of, too, so I'm giving it a 10. That's fine. This is your score. Key elements. Now, this is going off of... We decided kind of... The genre. Yeah, so if it's a comedy, how funny is it? If it's a drama, how drama is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh this had some funny parts but i don't it was like a rom-com pretty romantic didn't cry or anything music was great so we're adding music into this because that it, added that to it very much a key element of the movie i'm gonna give it a 17 85 percent if yeah. you go out of 20 it effectively did what it needed to do yeah with its key elements that's, that's fine i was expecting that okay characters 
how much I how good the characters were. You know, the main character, the supporting characters. Character fell flat, or just in general, all the characters combined. You could have some standouts, but you could have some really dead ones, kind of weighed down. Uh, main character was good. Um, I don't really know how they could have done better. He was like a little awkward, but like a little like you could tell he was stressed. And he had a good voice. Him? No, <laughs> I'm not a musician. I'm sure if there's like struggling That's... musicians out there that like because he like like part of the movie. Spoiler alert: He tries adding one of his songs into the album, not the Beatles song, and they just told him how shit it was. <laughs> <laughs> I would like that. That would have been part of the comedy part. <laughs> um, like, hey, dude, you're not actually the Beatles. Don't forget that. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, the girl, she was good. I thought she was, I thought she, they played her really good. He kind of had like a stupid friend slash manager. I thought he play, was played really good. Um, Ed Sheeran did phenomenal. I was wondering if... A little if, bit of bias there with them being probably your favorite person on the fucking planet. Favorite musician. <laughs> I don't have very many favorite musicians. Him and Michael Keaton. Um, <laughs> well, Mike Keaton's not a musician. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, he did good though. I don't know if he was playing Ed Sheeran or if he was playing like a more cocky Ed Sheeran because he had like a... A little bit of cockiness. Actually, I'd sure have a little bit of cockiness, that frog-looking motherfucker. There was a really, like, awkward scene between him and the main character when they first meet, and they're just, like, talking in the main character's kitchen. <laughs> like, the dad interrupts and asks Ed Sheeran, like, where the drink, like, where the beer is or something like that, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, that was pretty <laughs> has he funny. Has acted before? I don't know. I don't think he has. And there was, um, the dad, this was a funny one-liner, he, like, looks at Ed Sheeran, because this is so funny, because this is, like, what every person does to a famous person. He's like, hey, does any, has anyone ever told you you look like Ed Sheeran? <laughs> and then Ed Sheeran's just like, I am Ed Sheeran. And then I think the dad's like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, or whatever. And the dad's just like, well, good job, mate. And then just, like, walks out, like, doesn't say anything else. Like, it was funny. Looks like he's been in maybe, like, a handful, but not really. Um, He had a dick agent, like a jerk bitch agent. She was a girl. She did good in her, I, you know, 18. 18 is my score for characters. Okay. Could have been better. Now we get down to the very much personal... How much did I enjoy it? Just flat out enjoyment. Anywhere from a zero mm. to where I, I would enjoyed not watch it. it again, or all the way up to a twenty. Avengers Endgame. I enjoyed it. I would probably maybe watch it again if it was on TV and like you and Victoria watching. I happen to be over here. I, I would. I would sit in and watch it. So you're not going to turn it off. It's never something I would turn on, but that's not a fair scale for me because I don't turn anything on. That's fine. However, not you even want my again, girlfriend. This. Wow, Jason. <laughs> My mother listens to this. Friendly reminder, who else my dad told me was going to listen to this? Hey, Mr. Abadaka. <laughs> um, fifth grade teacher. Um, enjoyment. How much did I enjoy it? I didn't... I will say this. I didn't know much about the Beatles. Riley knows a lot about the Beatles. And after this movie, I found myself Googling stuff about the Beatles. That's how I was with Bohemian Rhapsody with Queen. I was like, how did the Beatles break up? What happened to John Lennon? How did he die? All this stuff. Dude, I need to stop that. You do. Characters, I'm going to bump up to 19 because I just remembered something that I don't want to spoil it. But let's just say there's a big character in here that you don't see coming. Um, so I got oh, bumped up. I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about if you looked up the spoilers. Those people talking about it. Um, so 20 would be like Avengers Endgame. I'm saying just flat out enjoyment or just it was pretty good. 15. Yeah, eh, I was going to say 15. Pretty good. Which gives me a final score of 22, 39. Already got it on the calculator. 39, uh, 58, uh, 73, right? Yeah, because you added a point. 
73 out of 100. That's pretty good. That's certified fresh, I think, right? I think 75 certified fresh. But it's that's fresh. right there. It's not a bad movie at all. I think that's honestly... 73 sounds like a fair score. Our scaling is kind of perfect because I was going to say it was going to be like a 75. I love it. We tested the scale out. <laughs> it worked. We're saving on. We're saving the scale. Beforehand, I would have probably said like a 75, like a 3 out of 4. It was a 3 out of 4 stars. So yesterday, as of now, as of our scale... Is the number one movie in our... 73 is our number one movie all time of our scale. <laughs> Should we go back and do old movies on a scale? Um, maybe not on the podcast, but we could do it off podcast and then bring the results to... Or maybe just do like... Maybe we can do like... Maybe just three examples. Like yeah. find a really good movie that could be the top. Find an average one movie that we... That didn't we really like. And then find a terrible movie. Yeah, I like it. We can do that. Next week, we're going to add to our movie list. We're wrapping the podcast up. Um, wow, we're at hour 30. Next week, we're having a Spider-Man only episode. We're recording that tomorrow. Far um, From Home. We both saw it. Both have lots of things we want to say about it. Lots of things to discuss. Giving you a week to see it. Um, I'm going to be in New York. Tyler's going to be in Palm Springs. You might go a week without an episode on the 19th, probably, unless Tyler learns how to do uh, podcasting things and he calls me. I'd be more than down to do that. I learned podcasting things, Jason. Are we really going to say that, bro? <laughs> well, how you know, editing it and... Yeah. You don't have Adobe Audition and... I can make it work. I think what I'm going to do before I leave is I'm going to download it on your laptop and then we can do a little walkthrough or something. We'll figure it out. But next week, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Watch it. If you don't watch it, don't fucking listen to the podcast. I don't want to spoil nothing for you. Or just listen to it anyways. Yeah, you can do that too if you don't really care. But yeah, we're going to do our movie scale, you know, talk about the movie. It's all going to be... Sp- spider-man so if you don't like spider-man sorry if you like spider-man good for you but that'll be out normally scheduled on the 12th because this is coming out on the 6th and then the 19th we'll see what happens maybe even on the 11th if we're feeling a little frisky no the 12th okay um (laughs) you got anything else jay i'm trying to think the 19th i'm out of town maybe you can invite miko or brandon over and they could be Maybe you can either replace me or guest. you can call me and I could do like a quick 20, 30 minutes because I'm, I'm going to tell you now, I'm probably not going to want to talk for an hour and a half. I'm going to be on fucking vacation and I'm going to be three hours ahead of you. So it's going to be late. We'll figure it out. We'll put it on our Twitter. We'll figure it out. It'll be good. All right. You got anything else? No. All right. That was a good one. Yeah. Everybody be a good friend. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 